for those who want fancy coloring books, as certain people do, here's a new one for you. A most unusual coloring book, the kind you'll never see. Crayons ready? Very well. Begin to color me. Oh, snap. Barbara Streisand getting crazy on y'all. These lyrics come from a 1963 song called My Coloring Book, which was right around the same time when apparently adult coloring books became a thing. Fast forward to today, coloring books are a bestseller on Amazon. There are clubs all over the world where grown, stinking humans are gathering around their crayons. Why? Well, many claim that it makes their brains happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What is up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. We're going to be talking about, I'm sorry I keep singing, it's just that Barbara Streisand song got me all crazy. I was watching a YouTube video of her singing that. It got me all in my feels. I put it up in the show notes. Watch it. If it doesn't get you in your feels, listen. I don't know what's wrong with you, my friends. But today we're going to be talking about grown-up coloring books because, you know, why not? Let's just go there. Let's just do this. Life is crazy and hard sometimes and so stinking boring. Let's color, y'all. I have a confession to make. Before I was even planning this episode, this was a couple of weeks ago, I was on the phone with my dad, okay? It was evening time and the kids were coloring or so I thought. And me and him are on the phone and he's like, what are the girls doing? And I said, well, they're coloring, blah, blah, blah. Well, somehow we end up saying, well, why don't we FaceTime each other? Because he wanted to see the kids, blah, blah. So I hit the FaceTimes. Y'all know how we do. I really sound like an old person. We hit the FaceTimes. It sounds like the Facebook. I worked with a guy one time and he called Twitter tweeter. Anyway, I'm getting old, y'all. I hit FaceTime to see my dad. And when he saw me, he said, I thought you said the girls were coloring. Heather, you're coloring. And I looked down and he was right. My kids were gone. And when they abandoned their coloring, I sat down and started coloring on my own in their coloring books. And I wasn't even conscious is that's what I was doing. I just got completely enthralled with this page. And I don't know how long I'd been there just sitting there coloring by myself, right? And so my dad laughed at me and I did too. And it just so happens, fast forward a couple of weeks later here on Happy Brain, while researching quirky, weird mental health tips and tools and all that, of course, I ran across this wildly popular method of adult coloring. Before we get started, if you have not done so yet, Listen, listen, I need you to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Take a second, hit it, unless you're driving. Listen, safety first, y'all. But pull over. You can be late to wherever you're going. And if you have a few extra seconds, I would be so, so, so stinking grateful if you left us an honest review over on Apple or iTunes. Y'all know the drill. Okay, let's let's do this. I'm anxious. Adult coloring books. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Honestly, this has not been a thing for me. Like, I never bought one. I've heard about it. I didn't think I colored until my dad called me out the other day about it. But we're going to find out some really interesting things, y'all. We're going to go deep and heavy and laugh a little bit about this fad. 
first of all, shout out to our show notes. You definitely want to check these out this week. I found an article called The Radical History of Adult Coloring. I didn't know coloring had a radical history, but apparently it does. Like I mentioned earlier, this isn't a new thing, right? It got really popular in the, I don't know how to say that. It's like 2010 in the teens. Would you say the 20 teens? It got popular in the 2020. Wait, no. It got popular in the 20 teens. That sounds really wrong, but let's go ahead and lean into that because I learned this weekend I was doing, side note, if you're new here, I'm ADD, so let's just go down all these rabbit holes. This weekend I was doing a uh, 72-hour film project type thing, and I it was my first time ever filming something, like actually being like the director of photography, <laughs> filming this short film, and I asked uh, somebody next to me their opinion about this this angle that I got, and he said, well, it's just your creative choice. <laughs> So he, he wouldn't say, no, that's a bad angle. He just said, that's okay, Heather. That's just your own creative choice. And so I'm adopting that into my life. My 20 teens statement is just my own creative choice. So let's go there. But anyway, I thought that adult coloring kind of became popular, you know, around 2010, 2011, all that stuff. That's when I started hearing about it. But I was wrong, y'all. I was wrong. You click up over on that radical history of adult coloring and read that this thing's been going on for a good solid minute. I mean, I sang to you earlier. I apologize about that. Barbara Streisand, 1963, I believe, the, the coloring book song. And that was a thing. In the 60s, adults started coloring. But this is what's so crazy about it. You know, nowadays, everybody's zen life, getting their inner peace game going on. You know, we're sitting over here coloring bunny rabbits and stuff. But back in the 1960s, there were like political agenda type narratives around these coloring books and, and kind of depressing, kind of dark. Again, just read the blog. It was really interesting what these grown-ups were coloring. That if I did not spark your curiosity just now, I don't know what will. But anyway, it's been going on for a solid minute, okay? And fast forward today, again, these are some of the most popular books on Amazon. Side note, I went over to Amazon to just kind of see what some of the top uh, coloring books for sale for adults are right now. And I just loved my life. Let me read you some of these titles real quick, okay? So yes, if, if you're new here, they make adult coloring books. So we're not jacking our kids coloring books. Well, I did the other day. But if you're an adult into coloring, you're going to buy your own stinking coloring books. Can you imagine like your kid? Get him a coloring book, Bobby. That's mama's coloring book. He's like, Bobby, I'm sorry, I can't find mine. Well, get your own, right? But anyway, here are some of the titles for adult coloring books that are on the front page. This cracked me up. Okay, here's the first row, and I'm going to read the second row to you. The first row, Whimsical Garden, Space Tattoos, Rabbit, Live, Laugh, Love, Sound Effects Not Included. Now here's the second row, and this changed my life. Cheer the up, 125 Mandalias, 50 Shades of Bullshit, The Dragon Bundy Collection. What is up with these people? Like, how do we go? From the rabbit coloring book, Whimsical Garden, to cheer the up in Fifty Shades of Bulls. Like, seriously? I guess there's a coloring book for every mood that you're in. Anyways, linked up in the show notes again is Wikipedia because you know that's solid facts for you. But they said that coloring books are a form of adult therapy that grew in popularity in the 2010s, teens, I don't know. Reportingly, bringing people a sense of their childhood. This is what's interesting. It says here and also, too, in a lot of other blogs that I read that people 
who have struggled meditating and using mindfulness. We've talked about that. Sometimes like coloring because it's kind of a, I don't want to say replacement, but substitution for that. If you have a hard time meditating or practicing mindfulness, you kind of get in that meditative state and mindful state when you start coloring. So a lot of adults use it apparently for that. Now, there is a lot of criticism for adult coloring books from different art therapists saying, you can't say this is art therapy. It needs to have this, this, this in it. I don't know. I didn't. I saw criticism and I glanced over it, but I'm like, grownups are the only people who can argue over adult coloring books. Like, seriously, we're seriously going to start a debate over adult coloring books. Y'all, let's just chill out for a sec. Let the grown man color in peace, y'all. Okay. Anyway, this is a happy podcast, happy brain, and I'm starting to sweat over here. But if I saw people sometimes use coloring, you know, when they're feeling anxious or depressed, when they're wanting to practice mindfulness, when etc. People love it. People absolutely love it. I saw tips to color while they're waiting, like in a waiting line instead of getting on their cell phone. Sometimes people are using it as a substitution uh, instead of going to technology color instead. There's coloring subscriptions. There's coloring meetup groups. I mean, y'all, this is a thing. This is a thing. But I bet you didn't know this. I thought all this was interesting. I laughed. I cried with Barbara Streisand. I laughed on Amazon at the Fifty Shades of Blank 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 coloring book. I thought it was humorous that there were critics of coloring books. All this stuff's very interesting, y'all. I'm, I'm sure it's completely blown your mind thus far, right? Right. But this is what tripped me out. Enter into the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole with Heather. Apparently, okay, mentioned earlier, in the 60s, it became a thing. They were having all these crazy-ass colorings of, like, political stuff. Barbara Streisand was singing about it. But anybody know who Carl Jung is? Mm-hmm. We're about to get crazy. Y'all know when that man's name gets brought up, it's about to get nutsos. For those of you who do not know who Carl Jung is, and y'all have to forgive me, I'm Southern, so I pronounce it Young. I know it's not Young, like Y-O-U-N-G, but that's just how it comes out of my mouth, okay? I can't help it. I'm from Arkansas. But anyway, he was a Swiss psychiatrist back in the early mid-1900s, had a crazy, crazy amount of work in psychiatry and literature and religious studies. He had a whole bit of a very spiritual tone to him, which a lot, of the, a lot of people are very interested in. But apparently, homeboy colored. Carl Jung colored. He recommended it. He thought it was therapeutic. He was into mandalias. <laughs> and those of you who study Jung's work, y'all have to forgive me. Y'all are probably like rolling over right now in pain and misery. Uh, having me explain this. But I'm here for the simple folk, okay? I'm here for people who just want it said plain. This is what I understand. Okay. Carl Jung, psychiatrist, colored medallias. Okay. What are medallias? They are, and I'm looking at Wikipedia here, <laughs> is a geometric configuration of symbols in various spiritual traditions. Medallia, medallias, there we go, may be employed for focusing attention of practitioners as a spiritual guidance tool for establishing a sacred space and as an aid to meditation and trance induction. That's what got me, y'all. I was like, oh, shoot, we getting into a trance coloring. That's what they said earlier. I told you, people said they struggle meditating, so they start coloring. They're getting into a spiritual trance. So you think grownups are just coloring. Mm -mm, there's something heavy going on over there. They be drawing mandalias. They be getting into a spiritual trance. They tapping into the self. Carl Jung would be proud. This is what's really interesting, too. Okay, listen, check it. I thought this dude named Derek Murray. He wrote this blog on uh, creativeindie.com. Side note, that sounds like my new favorite website. I don't know. I found this 
article that he wrote about coloring with intention. See, adults, listen, we can't just do something. You know what I mean? Like, we got to make it all something spiritual and intentional. And I love it, though. You know what I mean? Like, I just love the next level grownups take it. Like, there's a kid, you know, coloring a frog. And you're like, what are you doing, Bobby? And he's like, I'm coloring me a frog. You ask Bobby's daddy what he's doing. He's like, I'm coloring with intention. But hey, man, whatever works for you, this actually worked for me. Because when I read this blog, I believe that Derek wrote. Hi, Derek. It says, color and grow rich. <laughs> oh, I love, I love us. I love us. Uh, a coloring book based on Napoleon Hill. And I know me like laughing at it might sound like I'm judging it. I'm not. Listen, I read this article and I bought this stinking coloring book. I did because this sold me. So this is what Derek suggests y'all listen. There's a coloring book based on Napoleon Hill. I'm not sure if Derek did it or somebody else, but I sure enough did order it. I did. It sold me. It has Napoleon Hill. And if you don't know who that is, listen, he's like the grandpappy of personal development. Like we call him Grandpa Personal D. You know what I'm saying? Napoleon Stinking Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich. Love the book. But there is a coloring book with all the sayings of Think and Grow Rich. And what Derek's saying here is he's talking about intentional coloring. Because apparently when you color these pages that have these quotes from Think and Grow Rich, it kind of helps set your intention. And you're meditating on the goal. You're meditating on attention. So let me give you an example. They have a coloring page here that says, I am open and receptive to all the wealth life offers me. And so you color that picture and you're like meditating on, I am open and receptive to all the wealth life offers me. Is that not cool? You know, I was scooting my little booty over to Amazon, hit order on that. Brian's going to get a package in the mail and see an adult coloring book from Napoleon Hill. And he's going to say, who did I marry? And I'm going to say, you're welcome. But Derek says that, quote, this is why coloring with attention can be so powerful. It'll help you maintain an abundance mindset that attracts your ideal income. If you want to take control of your life and finances but are having trouble staying positive, this book will help. After you finish coloring, frame the affirmations that resonated with you and display them in your home or workplace. Uh, so Derek, Thank you. I'll link it up in the show notes if you want to order one with me. But I thought that was so interesting. We've learned so much today. Let me recap. Number one, Barbara Streisand sang a beautiful song called My Coloring Book. That alone was worth this episode. Number two, people like to color to relieve stress and anxiety. And sometimes it helps them get into a meditative state. It's kind of like tricking yourself into doing these things. There's a deep history with coloring books that goes back to the 1960s. And even before then, Carl Jung, when he emphasized the importance of medallias, he used it in his own spiritual practice, apparently colored himself. And lastly, we learned that you can color with intention. You can color your goals, which will help kind of hypnotize yourself into your goals and your intentions. Dang, this got deep again. But if all that's too heavy for you, don't worry about it. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com and you can find your own Cheer the F Up coloring book. So yes, you can go either way you want. Cheer the F up or think and grow rich. There's a coloring book for anybody at any time in their life. Y'all listen, this was so much fun exploring. We have an Instagram now. And when I get this book in the mail, I'm going to color me a page. and I'm going to be dropping it on our IG. So make sure that you're following us over on Happy Brain FM. Again, that is linked in the show notes. Listen, y'all, I don't care what you do, whether it's taking cold showers, meditation naps, 
laughter yoga or coloring in your cheer the F up coloring book. Make sure you take some time today to make your brain happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.